Volatility in the market is a fact. What isn't so clear is what the ups and downs of the market can do to your retirement portfolio. For answers, call Kevin Brooker at 800-975-6717. Kevin is founder and CEO of Silverleaf Financial, and he's been helping people cut through the noise to create a retirement and income plan that can take you all the way through retirement. Call now for your free financial consultation, 800-975-6717. Today's market volatility can really take a toll on your portfolio. But what if you could lock in your gains and still be in a position to participate in the gains without suffering losses if the market plunges again? That's what Kevin Brooker at Silverleaf Financial can help you achieve. Your no-cost analysis includes a portfolio x-ray showing any hidden fees in your current plan. He'll show you how by claiming Social Security at the right time can make a huge difference in your retirement income. Call Kevin Brooker today, 800-975-6717. Do it today. This is Kevin Brooker, and welcome to Cruising Through Retirement. You know, we spend most of our careers accumulating money for retirement. But once you hit that financial red zone, the focus has to shift to decumulation. So we're going to break that down and explore some ways to do it correctly. Thank you. You found Cruising Through Retirement with Kevin Brooker. Kevin is an investment advisor representative with more than 30 years experience. He's helped thousands of people cruise through retirement, and he'd be happy to help you too. Stick around for today's adventure on Cruising Through Retirement. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Cruising Through Retirement with Kevin Brooker. Kevin is a fiduciary and investment advisor representative. Uh, 30 years, 30 plus years helping folks getting to and through retirement. You will find him at SilverleafFinancial.com. That's the company, Silverleaf Financial, SilverleafFinancial.com. Hey, Kevin, what's happening? Hey, you know what? It's another another beautiful day in the neighborhood here, you know? <laughs> that's, so That's right. We, we are we are good, you know, and I appreciate you mentioning the website, Steve. Uh, yeah, guys, please check out the website, SilverleafFinancial.com, leaf like a tree. Uh, we put up, I put up new resources all the time, new articles and blogs, uh, videos. We keep all the podcasts up there. You know, so check it out and uh, take a look. Let me know what you think. All right. Uh, well, yeah, I do frequently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do. I appreciate that. I do yeah. too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, the, um, um, I think that's a good place for people to start with info. And then if you'd like to reach out, uh, just feel free to email me or contact me and we can take it from there. Sure. 800-975-6717. There's the number you can call if you'd like. And so, yeah, decumulation is, uh, you know, we've got to have to... Uh, what um, reverse engineer all the money we've been saving and make sure that it comes out in the right way. It's that, you know, that, that said, well said um, that that's exactly right. And you know, so it's something that, you know, some people call it simple, but not easy, right? Oh, you, yeah. you've, you, you, you saved a bunch of money. And now, now you gotta, you, you have to uh, figure out a way to make it produce you income that you're going to lose when you retire. Uh, and the question is how you do that. How do you get the income that you want? Uh, and how do you do it in a way that you know it's going to last as long as you need it to? And that's where you get into the really tricky part because obviously none of us know, you know, we don't know our expiration date, right? No, we do and, not. And I, I've said many times it'd be so much easier if we did, <laughs> you know, but but the, but maybe the psychological problems, uh, you know, that come along with that wouldn't be good. Oh, yeah. So, you know, so so anyway, my point is, you know, like I always suggest to people when we meet, I say, you know what? Um I, I talk about life expectancy and although it has gone down a little bit in the last couple 
last couple of years, actually by a couple of years, um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna err on the side of caution, and I'm gonna say that I think you should plan for living into your 90s. Uh, I believe that if if I, you know the way that I look at it is really uh, asking yourself what's gonna happen. You know, what problem could there be if you plan to live into your 90s? You know, and you don't make it. So maybe you die at you know 80 or 85 or 90, whatever age. But you did it with a, in a situation where you plan to live so much longer. You've got sufficient assets. You got plenty of money coming in. And you're solid. You're solid financially. On the flip side, if you if you plan on a sooner expiration, you say, you know what, I'm not going to live that long. And I've met a lot of people, guys. This is one of the biggest things that surprised me about my career is how many people tell me they don't think they're going to live that long. And I mean, and they don't appear to be, you know, at the end or anything. They they appear, you know, relatively, you know, pretty healthy. And uh, so I've, uh, that's one of the biggest shocks to me is how many people tell me that. I mean, and I'm talking about people that are like 60 that are saying, yeah, I doubt if I'm going to live past 75. And I say, wow, really? And, and, and now, now in some cases, yes, they've got family history. There's other issues going on and, and they'll tell me, I've had some people tell me nobody in their family has lived past 75. And I say, all right, well, if, if you're comfortable with that, but, but to me, the fear is that if you guys, and what this leads to is people claiming social security right away which means you're locking in a forever, you know, you're cutting your own paycheck forever. Um, when you claim social security early, you take 30, 32, 33%. You know, you basically take a third off of your check. Man, in other why words, would you do that? I, you know what? I think the only reason that makes sense to do that is if you absolutely have no other choice. Sure. You know? well, no, I get it. I mean, you there know? are times when it does make sense, but, it, you but know, I think that's the only, yeah, on the to surface, me, that's the only choice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was talking you know, with a you, friend of mine, and, and he's, um, what, he's 61, and he goes, well, I'm going to just take it at 62. I said, but you're still working. I don't care. I just want it. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> but you, but usually I've had, this, I've had a lot of those conversations because uh, a lot of people want to do that. And, and, and I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm still surprised at it because most everybody knows, at least the ones that I've talked to, they're like, yeah, I know if I wait, I can get a bigger check. You know, but then they start spouting off worries about the solvency of the program. And and I think that's I think that's uh, misdirected, if you will. There's no question. We all know we've all heard the numbers that Medicare trust fund is going to run out of money. And, you know, I shouldn't say run out of money. It, it uh, uh, well, OK, the insolvency looks like maybe six, seven years from now for Medicare, which is you know, obviously sooner. Social Security, maybe around 2032. If we go into a recession and people start getting unemployed, that means there'll be fewer people paying payroll taxes, which means that could happen sooner. All right. But but what the programs are underfunded by roughly 20 or 25 percent to according to the research I've read. And so it doesn't mean that, um, you know, that the program is going to stop payments. You know, however, I do think there's a chance the payments will be cut. And and, and guys, I, I hate to get political and please don't write this off. But the GOP has already said that they are going to use the debt ceiling as leverage to negotiate cuts in Medicare and Social Security. It's been said repeatedly. It was in the LA Times a couple days ago. It was uh, uh, on several websites. It was on NBC News. And so just research it, please. Check it out. Make sure you know who you're voting for. And and because I, it scares the heck out of me, but Republicans, they're saying it wide, widespread. It is uh, Rick Scott, the senator from Florida. He's got an entire website dedicated to his program which I believe he calls Save America. Uh, I'm, I say it's, it really should be Screw America because Article 6, okay? Please check it out. 
Article 6 gives them the ability to cut every federal program to reevaluate it every five years with the logic that, well, if it's good, we'll just continue it. All right. I, don't, I personally can't stand the idea of, of Medicare and Social Security being on the chopping block. So anyway, that, that's my two cents in it. I encourage everybody to look into it. Please research it. I'm not making this stuff up. OK, it's important um, because it's going to affect your Social Security check. So uh, so going back to what we were saying earlier, though, um, you, you know, you you it really is important that we that we look at this process of how you're going to set up an income stream, because I think what it involves is taking your assets and maybe segmenting them, maybe take a piece of it. Let's say you've got half a million dollars. Maybe you take 200,000 and you designate that for income, right? And then we look at the vehicles that are out there that can generate income and we figure out, do you want to take risk or not take risk? Okay, my opinion is don't take risk with your income. Okay, think of it like a pension plan. Would you want your pension to plan your, your company giving you the pension? Would you want them to say, well, you know, it might or might not be there. Really? <laughs> I mean, no, you want to count on it. You want to know that it's there, right? Yes, of and course. And so, you, you know, so my opinion is let's set up guaranteed income that is going to be there no matter how long you live, whether that's 75 or 95 or any other age. The thing about annuities, okay, most of them have, have features while well, they will guarantee you a lifetime income. Not all of them have this, guys. All right. There's okay. a lot of differences. There's a lot of differences from one annuity to another. And again, those are the kinds of things that the average person doesn't know. And why would we? Right? Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. It's, it's not, you know, I'll be the first one to admit, no, this stuff is not, you know, exciting. It's not like, you know, like, for instance, I'm, you know, I, I look forward to football on the weekends. All right. Um, but I don't look, you know, I, I can't honestly say that I, I would expect people to look forward to reading up on annuities and studying annuities. Okay. Because it's not that exciting. All right. But it's important. It's really important that you understand this and you check it out yourself. Don't just go by a, a, an assumption or presumption that, you know, like your neighbor said he doesn't like annuities or something and believe that they're no good. Please don't do that because they can really serve a niche purpose here that is going to pay you income even if the account goes to zero. No other account will do that. All right. And I'll tell you personally, this is what I'm doing for me and my wife. And one thing I'm excited about now, guys, because interest rates have come up so much in the last couple of years, we were at zero and now we're, you know, the two-year treasury is at four and a half now. Mm -hmm. um, it's been, a, it's been amazing, by the way, uh, the increase. Um, while there are definitely negatives to it, the positive is that if you're looking for income from an annuity, you can get so much more income now than you could have a year ago because they're all tied to the bond market interest rates. So I think it's something, for instance, what I'm doing with me and my wife, I'm going to be putting in maybe 50 or 60,000 into each individual contract, which, which is, it's not everything. I'm going to have half a dozen of these, of these contracts. The reason I'm doing it that way is because, uh, to my knowledge so far, I haven't seen any company that has the ability where you could start income for a part of the account, but, but leave the rest of it to grow or accumulate. Um, and so my strategy is just set up different accounts. And so what we're going to do, uh, to give you an idea, um, $50,000 right now, you put it in and you leave it there for 10 years. Okay. You got it. This is why we got to start early because you need to put this money in place earlier. So it has time to grow for you, but 50 grand. All right. In 10 years is going to pay you about $6,700 a year. All right. So it's uh, like what? Five fifty a month or something. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and so let's, let's simplify it a little bit. All right. 100,000 turns into 13, five for, for, for an individual. Okay. And so let's think about this and compare it to the stock market. 
you guys might know that the stock market, you're supposed to withdraw 4% of your money, no more, if you want it to last your lifetime. 4% was established a long time ago. Some people say that's too high of a number, by the way. But let's go with 4%. Sure. So if you have 100,000, you're supposed to only withdraw four grand to make it last, right? So what I'm trying to get at is that comparison. Remember I told you 100,000, that we leave it alone for 10 years, you can get 13.5, yes. okay? Let's take the same 100,000, invest it in the stock market, and figure out how much growth we need to get that same amount of money, right? Mm -hmm. So if we're gonna use that 4% rule, 300 would get you 12, right? So okay, you, need sure. you need over 300 grand. So you need to grow your 100 to over 300. So you need to more than triple your money in 10 years to get you the same amount of income. The thing is, guys, even if you're able to do that, which I would say is quite a challenge for anybody to triple your money in 10 years, um, most investors can't come close to that. All right. But remember, the difference is even if you do that, it's still not guaranteed to you because it's in the stock market. We all know what can happen in the stock market. You could lose your money. Right. And so my point is, rather than take all these chances, well, well, man, I can I can triple my money and then I can make it last and I can make sure I don't lose it while I'm living off in retirement. Why don't we take to me? That's brain damage. That's crazy. Why don't we just take the money, put it into something that's safe? We'll do the research, make sure you're getting the highest guarantee you can anywhere in the country. I'll show you the reports. All right. And that way you can see you're getting the absolute most income you possibly could on a guaranteed basis. And then, like I mentioned, going back to my wife, what I plan to do is every couple of years, I'm going to turn on a new income stream. So every couple of years, I get an extra five or 600 bucks. And by the way, I'm doing all Roth IRA money. So it'll be all tax-free, okay? And I get an extra five, 550 bucks a month tax-free coming in every month. And every couple of years, I turn on another one so I can give myself a raise of another 500 a month, you know, every couple of years. And to me, um, that'll help, you know, offset inflation. If inflation keeps going, I can turn on more income. If it settles down, I can wait a little longer. Maybe I wait three or four years, who knows? You know, but I'll have the flexibility because I'll have multiple contracts that I can turn on at whatever point I choose. And so that's, and again, remember guys, this is a piece of your money. It's not all of the money, all right? It, but it's a piece of it that can serve the purpose of providing you lifetime income. And to me, I like to refer back anybody that's done any handiwork or mechanical work. You got a toolbox, right? It's not just one tool. I, at least hopefully it's not, it's at not just least one hopefully tool. yes okay hopefully it's not just one tool hopefully you're not the hammer where everything looks like a nail okay um you see you, need, you have multiple tools because you have multiple jobs right every different jobs require a different a different approach and what i'm saying is for the job of income production income you know for you for you and your wife or you and your spouse or you as an individual why don't we start off making sure you get all the income that you need and then it's guaranteed and that's one less thing you've got to worry about. And it's one more thing that you know is that is rock solid is going to come in every month. And, and to me, that's a great basis to start with. I like it. 800-975-6717 or just visit silverleaffinancial.com. You can reach Kevin right there and just send him an email and, and have the conversation because you set this thing up and, it, and you're right. You said it's simple, but not easy. I mean, the, the process that you just described, fairly easy to follow that. I get it. But to mm -hmm. actually do it, hello, Kevin. It's <laughs> I'm glad you're here. <laughs> yeah, by all means, guys, this is what I do. I've been doing this for 32 years. I'm happy to I'm happy to help you through it uh, and show the pros and cons. You know, because one of the drawbacks, right, of the strategy that I mentioned is whatever money you put in these contracts. Obviously, if it has to pay you and you're looking for it to pay you income for the rest of your life, 
that means it's got to stay in place for the rest of your life, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so it's money that you're committing, and you're gonna, and then, and then I say commit it, commit it, and forget it. Okay, put it in there, and then just forget that it's even there, other than looking forward to those monthly checks. All right, but you don't ever want to think of it as a source of funds for anything, because if you take money out of it more than your monthly income, you're gonna, you could possibly blow up the whole plan. All right. So the big thing is that that's money you're committing saying, boom, I'm taking this piece. I'm putting it there. It's going to give us income. I'm good. And then other money that you have, we can invest it in the stock market or any number of other things. Um, you may be guaranteed rates. I mean, I can get over 5% guaranteed now for five years, 5.15 wow. 5 actually. It's pretty good. Guaranteed for five years. Um, and <laughs> maybe it's not exciting to a lot of folks, but um, anyone that's followed interest rates, knows that's the highest we've seen in a long, long time. And so I would definitely, uh, definitely encourage you to look into that too. So we were talking earlier and, and you talked about shifting assets to be able to really get a handle on things. How to break it, break that down for me a little bit in terms of what that means and how we accomplish that. Yeah. You, you, you know, and I think this is something that's important that I think there needs to be a lot more dialogue about. So people can, can just, uh, uh, see so and get mentally prepared, right? Because, it does take a, I believe it takes a little bit of an adjustment in the, in your way of thinking about the assets and the accounts that you've been working, you know, for the last, probably for the last 40 years to grow. Right. And, and, and so you're always in the, you, you're in the accumulation phase where you're trying to, you're trying to grow the account. You're adding money every month or every week, however you get, often you get paid, you know, you're three or 401k and things and you're putting money in the, and the goal is always to grow it. I just want, you know, everybody I talk to, what do you want to happen? I just want it to grow. Okay. I just want to make money. And, and so what you need to do is you need to get mentally prepared and you kind of have to shift your, uh, your viewpoint about how your, your primary goal in the past was accumulating wealth, but now it should be more about preservation of wealth and providing the income that you need, uh, you know, to do the things you want to do. And, I, and I'm not just talking about paying your rent or paying your property taxes or whatever. I'm talking about everything. I want personally, I recommend all your expenses. So everything you spend on leisure activities, all the money you spend golfing or fishing or traveling or, or shopping. You know, one, you know, one thing, Steve, I never, I, I never, uh, I never knew it before, but I've met some people now that have told me uh, that for entertainment, they go shopping. Right. And I never, and I never, I never heard it described that way as entertainment. And, and, and uh, so, but, but it is apparently. And um, so see, see, personally, it's just not my thing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> right. But, Okay. I think many, so, many uh, men, many guys are like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for that, for that, to me, it's a utility. I just want to go online. I don't want to go in a store, um, you know, to get what I want, but anyway, but whatever your activities are, we want to put that all on the budget and make sure you got plenty of money. And we want to make sure that you've got other sources of income that you can tap into as time goes by, because, you know, you could spend 20 years, 25, 30 years in retirement. And we, we have been reminded very much lately you know, that inflation is something you definitely need to plan for. Um, we never know how much it's going to be, right? And it does, and the good suit, the good sign, folks, inflation is, is coming down, okay? Slower than we'd like, of course, but we are seeing a lot of signs of inflation slowing down and going down. And a lot of retail companies, a lot of retail stores, think of places like Old Navy, um, they have excess inventory that they built up. They have too much inventory. And so now I'm starting to see a lot of sale prices, because uh, they want to get rid of things. And so keep, you know, keep your eyes open. If you're looking to do some shopping for Christmas, maybe now is a good time to do it because there's a lot of inventory markdowns taking place right now. Oh yeah. So, uh, so I just want to mention that, but that's a good sign because that, that's, you know, 
prices on sale, right, is a good thing. And um, so hopefully we'll, we, we've seen the worst of the inflation and you know, we can put that in the back door, but we do still have to plan for it. So we want to make sure we've got a plan in place to address it. I mean, again, inflation is not going to go away overnight and, and it could be significant for, you know, what could be a year, could be two years, right? I mean, you know, it, for all it, intents yeah. and purposes. It could even be. Yeah, it could ask. It could even be longer. It's really. It's. It's hard. It's really hard to know because uh, um, nobody can anticipate these things. And, and some of the things that have contributed. A big part of the reason we have the inflation is because of the pandemic, because the COVID it, it shut everything. You know, shutting everything down. I don't know that we've ever done that before. Um, and, Certainly and, not in my then, lifetime. You know, and then all the money that was put. There is a ton of money printed you know, and put out there by the last administration. There's also a bunch of money put out by this administration. Uh, so I don't blame any one administration or any one individual. Um, you know, this is something happening worldwide, by the way. If it, if it was one of one of our presidents, like some people seem to think, why in the world are they seeing inf inflation in, in the UK and in Europe and in India and Africa and every place else around the world? All right. It's a, this is a global it's a global situation that I believe came about from the pandemic. And so it's hard to know one one because one of my questions is it over is I, I wish Biden never said it was over. I hated that he said that. Um because I, I don't know that it's over. I'm, I know I'm seeing an uptick in cases. Hopefully COVID is behind us. We won't have any more problems there, but that would be another problem. Um, or if we'd have more, more interruptions to shipping, you know, there's been a lot of uh, congestion in supply chains and shipping. And, and that of course can, that's a big contributor to inflation too. Then of course the whole situation with Russia, you know, and Ukraine, um, you know, so all these things are, kind of wild cards that we don't really know which way they're going to go. But I can tell you right now, the market though, the stock market, uh, when you look at futures contracts, you can see what it's anticipating. And right now the stock market is, is looking for growth to slow, uh, for inflation, I should say, uh, to come in around four and a half in 2023 and to be back down in the twos, uh, by 2024. That's where it's pricing in. That's what it's pricing in right now. Okay. Well, again, I think this. I think this sets up for a pretty interesting holiday season. And I know they were fairly pessimistic, but I mean, like you said, with the excess inventory and the lower prices, there's going to be bargains, and people are going to spend money. Oh, I think they will, and I think. Uh, well, you can see it. You can see it. one thing that does concern me is uh, uh, so anybody that monitor. You know, I know you monitor credit card usage, right? And so uh, you would have noticed that consumer balances on credit cards has been going up for the last couple of months. And so folks are charging more. Um, and, we, and remember, we've got interest rates going higher. So that does make economists think that, well, you know what, if, if you know, Mrs. Mrs. Consumer is going to have a higher credit card balance, then she's going to pay more interest and she's got a bigger balance on the card. And that's going to take away money for spending on other stuff. And so but that and that's actually what the that's what the Fed wants. That's what the central banks are trying to do. They're trying to slow down our spending, okay? Slow down the economy because it's growing too fast. There's too many constraints, and that's leading to the inflation. So they want to slow everything down. That's the goal. All right. What we're hoping is they can do it without without crashing uh, the economy, which would mean that a whole bunch of people get laid off. All right. If we start to see mass layoffs, that's a good sign. Uh, you know, that we're either in a hard recession or we're going into one. Um, and so as long as we don't see big layoffs and a big increase in unemployment, it should just be a slowdown in growth as opposed to a recession, if that makes sense. Oh, it does make sense. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, you know, I like your optimism. Well, you know what? As long as we're still at three and a half percent unemployment. And, and by the way, nobody is giving credit to the Biden administration for that. That's like that's like a 40 year low for unemployment. <laughs> and so 
<laughs> anyway, I think the Demo- I think there's too much Democrat bashing personally. Um, but who am, who am I to say? Um, but unemployment staying below four percent, as and most economists feel that as long as unemployment stays at those levels, that we cannot have a hard recession because we won't see these massive job losses. So, so that's where I'm at. I'm, I, I believe right now that it is still possible to have a soft landing and that it's just a slowdown in growth. And then, and then what that ties me to, to, guys, is in the stock market. If you're an investor, I think it is a good time to be nibbling and, and starting some positions. Adding, I, I mentioned it the last couple of shows, but I think in the mid, you know, 3,600 something on the S&P 500, um, that's near, we're near the lows for the year. And I'm not saying it can't go lower because right now it does actually look like it's going to go lower. Um, but I think that's a short-term move. I think if we go lower, it might, maybe that's for the next six months. Um, but I think if you're looking out, I think if you're looking at even a year, I think the markets will be higher than they are right now. Um, but I'm very confident if you go longer, let's say two, three years, I, I think you could feel very good about, about purchases you're making now with the indexes down 25 and 30%. I mean, NASDAQ is down over 30% right now. So okay. to me, that's a good, di- that means the stock markets are on sale too. Well, and again, uh, but that's the kind of thing where I like where you talked about going out and nibbling uh, and not not going crazy. But, uh, you know, right. is that what you're doing for your clients? Is that how you're managing things at this point? It's what I'm doing for some of them. It all comes back to the risk tolerance and oh, objective sure. and things like that. Sure. Um, so for some so for some of them, yeah, that's what I'm doing. For some of them that, that you know, fit within those that profile, they're looking out a few years. Um, you know, yes, that is what I'm doing. And, and uh, the other thing that I that I like to do right now is there, there's some really good dividend plays. You know, there's some high dividend, there's some ETFs, you know, some exchange traded funds that are paying four and a half percent dividends. And, and so I like those in this environment because even if, so let's say the markets go down, right? You're still getting the dividends. And, and over time, that total return you're going to get from the price appreciation, as well as the dividend, I think is going to look very good. Um, but in the meantime, when it's, when it, when it's down or when it's just kind of, you know, going side to side, I like the dividends because that gives you positive cash flow and a little bit of growth at a time when we're not seeing, you know, anything more than this back and forth in the market. So I think there's some great dividend plays. There are some great, uh, there, there's, there's a lot of hedging, a lot of hedge strategies now, Steve, that I really like that are out there. A couple of them that I'm using are paying seven and 8% dividends. Okay. And they do this, show you know, me and they to- do this through hedging. Okay, so hedging, break that. I mean, under, help me understand how you do that. Okay, <laughs> now that 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 is a little bit of a challenge uh, through so, a conversation okay. because no, 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 it's a little bit complicated. Okay. Um, but well, let me just say they're they're using hedging techniques, using options um, to protect to, to provide downside risk protection uh, and to provide income while we're sitting on a position. Okay, and and I mean, so you're you're doing that. I am doing that. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, folks, and, I mean, to me, there, there, there's the reason right there. You just want to go visit SilverleafFinancial.com and and connect with Kevin and have that conversation because I think you know you've got a handle on this like very few others, in my opinion. Oh, well, no, I, I really appreciate that. And, and guys, I'll tell you, these these are things I can take you through the mechanics. If you're, it, it, it's it's difficult when you're talking to a broad audience because everyone has different levels of experience. Of course. And you know, so some people have traded with options. Uh, some people understand them. Some don't. Uh, and they can be very, very risky by themselves, uh, meaning that they're not part of a hedge. And that's what I'm saying. There are hedging strategies where you own stocks uh, and you might buy a put on, you know, maybe buy a put option on the S&P 500 uh, or you could buy it on the stock. Uh, and then they sell a call option against it, too. And it gets a little complicated. Um, but what it does is it reduces your risk 
and it provides nice income in the form of a dividend uh, by employing these strategies. And um, they're called covered call strategies on the option side. And, and I use some things called collars as well. And, and so if you'd like more information on that, um, I'd be happy to talk to you about it, but it really is best done face to face. So, so I can go, so I can go through it and give you examples. Sure. Um, but they can be, these are, these are, you know, these are the strategies that are used by very, very wealthy people and that are used by very large institutions. They hedge it because they want to try to give themselves some downside protection. And, and so it's something we can do it now that, that we can do. Um, I can do it using exchange traded funds or I can do it individually. Uh, and I'd be happy to go through that with you because I think it's something that is, is it now is a good time to take advantage and take a look at something like that. Kevin, you're way too excited about all this. <laughs> and I, I'm being I, facetious, but I mean, you know, your passion for this and, and what you do and the care, I mean, you really care about your clients and really do help them get the best. I, you, you know what? I, I appreciate that, Steve. And, and, and I'm, and I, and I hope people hear that. Cause I, I, I do. And I, I hate to sound cliche or something, but, but, uh, but I really do. And it, sometimes this stuff will keep me awake at night if I'm being honest. And you know, it, it's something that what I know is, is uh, I, I believe in the old thing, you know, that if I, if I take care of my clients, then, then ultimately it's all going to take care of me too. And, and, I, and I think that uh, a lot of people don't know about a lot of different strategies that are out there. And, and, I, think, and I think a lot of it is, is maybe because they haven't had a chance to look into it maybe. Um, you know, so I think, I think everybody should look into these things and then get some information on it, right? Get the information, evaluate it. And then decide if it's right for you or not. And um, what I like to do is 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 the multitude of things. In other words, for a lot of my clients, you know, they've got money in the stock market where we might have some hedge positions, like I'm talking about. They do have the dividend positions that I was talking about earlier. But at the same time, they've got money in, in annuities. Uh, the ones that are looking for income, I've got it set up with them, just like I mentioned before. And others are looking for safety that you can get through something called an index annuity. Um, that could just be for accumulation. So in other words, they call it safe. Some people will call it growth with safety or safe growth or something uh, or safe money. And I can show you, I can show you how these would have made seven or eight, you know, seven to 8% a year. Let's say if you had it for the last 10 years and that's with no risk of a loss, none at all. And so uh, these vehicles are out there, but there are trade-offs. And in this case, what you're doing, it's a longer term contract. So you're putting the money in there uh, with no plan on withdrawing it. Maybe we we'll take out five or 10% a year. Uh, but the bulk of it needs to stay in there. If you're comfortable with that, you really should take a look at these because because uh, they perform differently than stocks and bonds as well. So I like to mix it up, you know. So we have the index annuities, we've got stocks, we've got bonds, we've got dividends, we've got hedges, we've got it all. And and you don't have to pick just one. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> you don't have to pick just one. I like it. So I'm going to mention one more thing that we haven't talked about today, and I really meant to. And that, folks, Kevin is an author. He wrote the book, or he co-wrote the book, The Millionaire's Guide to Tax-Free Money for Long-Term Care. You can get a free copy on the website, silverleaffinancial.com. And it's not just about long-term care. It's You really sort of cover a lot of ground there that a lot of aha moments, I think, for people. Oh, you know, you know, well, that's, that's exactly what we're going for. I appreciate that, Steve. And, and, and yes, we talk a lot about, obviously, everyone knows cost of long-term care can be you know, really outrageous these days. Um, you know, but a lot of folks don't know that you can do it with tax in a, in a tax-free way. In other words, I can show you how we can reposition some of your accounts so that if you do need to pay for long-term care, you can do it pre-tax, okay? Pre-tax money. So that should save at least 20% for most people, um, you know, by doing it that way. And the thing is, guys, there are vehicles that we can set up now so that if you need it for long-term care, you've got it. 
But if you don't, you can either leave, you could leave it to a beneficiary, you could leave it to your spouse, you know, or if you need the money yourself, you can take it out yourself and use it for whatever you want. Right. So you got a lot more flexibility now than you did in the past. And a lot of folks don't realize that. And that's part of the reason I wanted to, I wanted to, you know, co-write the, co-write the book. And, um, you, you know, and there are other, there are other topics in there for sure, but healthcare, no question, you know, good medical care is vital, you know, in retirement. Uh, most of us know that that's going to be one of your biggest expenses in retirement is going to be your healthcare costs. And, and Medicare does not cover long-term care. All right. So it's important that you're aware of it. Um, what I have suggested to some people that are married is, you know what, maybe get a long-term care policy that would cover either of you. So it would cover whoever should need it first. And then if they don't want to get you know, two policies, a lot of times what I'll say is, is that some people think of their house as coverage for long-term care for the surviving spouse, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're the only one left, if you're going to need long-term care, obviously you can't live in your house at the same time if, you, if you're going into a facility. So maybe think of the equity in your house as long-term care for the surviving spouse. Um, obviously there are trade-offs, you know, but uh, it's just one possibility. All right. Well, you know, again, we're up against the clock, so to speak. And um, so let's, let's uh, give me some encouragement as we get out, as we leave for the week. Hey, you, you, you know what guys, it, it, it's been rough with inflation and the market's doing pretty lousy for less. <laughs> it's been lousy stocks and bonds, but you know what? I think the worst is behind us. Okay. I think we're much closer to the bottom than the top. And I think that uh, if, if you're looking out a little bit, uh, meaning six months or a year or two years, I think the economy and the stock markets are going to be doing much better. So look for the future and be doing some positioning and doing a little bit of buying now and a little bit every couple of months from now. Provided this for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. The covered material has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. There are risks associated with every type of investment vehicle. Please read the prospectus and risk disclosures thoroughly before investing. Insurance guarantees are subject to the insurance company's ability to pay. Neither Silverleaf Financial, Kevin Brooker, hosts, and guests are responsible for the usage of information discussed. Security and investment services offered through Silverleaf Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Please consult with an experienced advisor before making any investment decisions. Volatility in the market is a fact. What isn't so clear is what the ups and downs of the market can do to your retirement portfolio. For answers, call Kevin Brooker at 800-975-6717. Kevin is founder and CEO of Silverleaf Financial, and he's been helping people cut through the noise to create a retirement and income plan that can take you all the way through retirement. Call now for your free financial consultation, 800-975-6717. Today's market volatility can really take a toll on your portfolio. But what if you could lock in your gains and still be in a position to participate in the gains without suffering losses if the market plunges again? That's what Kevin Brooker at Silverleaf Financial can help you achieve. Your no-cost analysis includes a portfolio x-ray showing any hidden fees in your current plan. He'll show you how by claiming Social Security at the right time can make a huge difference in your retirement income. Call Kevin Brooker today, 800-975-6717. Do it today.